Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Let's welcome Greg Allman to the Body Works Plus guest hotline. You can follow him on Twitter, at Greg Allman. Just wrote something about Bryce Young, his impact with the Carolina Panthers, so go check that out. I do want to start with some other NFC South conversation, though, Greg. You wrote about Tampa Bay for quite some time, previously with The Athletic. And as we start to explore the other teams in this division... The quarterback situation with every one of these teams is fascinating for different reasons. If we go to the Bucks, we got to endure Baker Mayfield last year, at least for like the first seven games. He's now with Tampa. We know they also have a Kyle Trask there, too. My question to you is, do you expect Baker Mayfield to start the most games for Tampa this year? I would think so as, as a default between those two. Um, I think he'll definitely get the first crack at it. Um, I don't think he wants the first six weeks to go much like uh, they did in Carolina last year. Uh, but, uh, no, I think he's hoping to kind of get back closer to, to Brown's Baker Mayfield than what he had uh, you know, with the Panthers or even the Rams last year. So as we're trying to figure out how Tampa will look, they obviously lost Tom Brady. That's going to be the most consequential loss. Is there another loss you think is going to be maybe not up there with Tom Brady, but the second biggest when you look at some of the other guys no longer there? You know, it could be even the offensive line has had some changes. I don't think any of them are anything close to Brady level. But, I mean, they're going to have, you know, a lot of new offensive linemen, at least in new spots. Um, Donovan Smith, their left tackle the last eight years, got cut. So, Tristan Wirfs, who's been outstanding at right tackle, now goes to left tackle. And kind of that you'd think he'd do well there, but it kind of becomes a question mark. Um, they let Shaq Mason go, who was their right guard. They, they traded him to the Texans, but it was just a pick swap. Um, so, they'll have two very young offensive linemen on the right side a center who's coming off a major injury. Um, their left guard is getting Matt Filer. It's just a, a, a modest free agent, like a $3 million deal. So O-line's definitely in a, in a kind of state of flux, if you will. Um, but in terms of other losses, I mean, most of the other guys they let go, none of them signed for more than like $3 million a year. A lot of losses in terms of just the total personnel they lost. Um, they're a lot younger as a team, but no one huge, wow, how are they going to replace that guy besides, besides Brady? Greg Allman joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. You can follow him on Twitter at Greg Allman. And so what is the vibe coming out of Tampa Bay's off-season camps? We know they drafted Kalaja Kansi on the defensive line. We've seen Devin White in the news a lot as well as far as his contract situation. So is there optimism with this team that they can compete, or is this a team that's marching towards a top draft choice? No, I mean, I think within that within that facility, within the locker room, I think they can. I think they feel like they can compete. I mean, I think they're eager to show um, that while they'll be a lot younger, where they're going to be missing a guy like Brady, I think they feel like they can. This is kind of the opposite of last year. Last year they had super high expectations and obviously fell short of them to be eight and nine and losing the first round of the playoffs. And now you have the opposite, where I mean, Vegas has them winning like six, six, seven games, um, maybe last place in the division. And I think they feel like now they have a chance to exceed expectations, which is something they probably haven't done, you know, really since the Super Bowl season in, in 2020. 
So what's been the word coming out of New Orleans? We've seen Brian Bercy, their first-round pick, running with the ones. And then this team, do, do they look the part of an NFC champion and a playoff contender now with Derek Carr? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think, you know, I mean, his numbers last year weren't hugely different from what the Saints quarterbacks put together as a whole. But I think there's a, a leadership aspect that's there they probably haven't had at the quarterback position, um, you know, since Breeze, really. I, and I think, you know, I think the hope is that he, you know, they can help make Carr uh, a guy who can have a postseason relevance in a way that he hasn't had. You know, he's got, he's been in the league for almost a decade now, um, doesn't have a postseason history. So, I mean, he's trying to just get back to that and hope that New Orleans is a team that can do that. I think they've done a really good job just to keep more of their talent in. I mean, I think with all the cap hell they were in going into this offseason in March, I think people thought it was just going to be a a mass exodus. And they've been able to keep a lot of their key players. Uh, The people didn't necessarily expect to add a guy like Jamal Williams to make some of the additions on defense they've done. Um, Like I said, I think they've weathered the storm Uh, They even have a little bit of room right now. They could still add people if they wanted to. And so also when you talk about this team, one of the keys I feel like is is Michael Thomas. And we know his injury history the last couple of seasons. Have you heard anything about him? And is he getting close to being the player that we remember him as, but just maybe a little bit on the light side? Right. I mean, it's definitely – it's a challenge to say you'd like to see, like, 2019 Michael Thomas come back. In that, I mean, pre-COVID, when he was getting 150 catches in a year, you know, maybe the most productive receiver in football, um, I don't know that you can expect that, you know. But I think just to get him back to being a relevant player, I mean, he's missed essentially at least the last two years, really, with injuries where you just haven't been able to count on him. Um, And they've done a good job of obviously bringing in Chris Olave and adding some other targets where it's not like they have to get a whole lot from him. If they got anything close to a return to what we've thought of Michael Thomas at his peak, I mean, that's great. That That's a game changer for New Orleans with a good quarterback to throw to him. Um, but I don't know what you can expect of him right now. From a health standpoint, from a consistency standpoint, um, they did well to get him back. That could have owed him a lot more money than they did. Uh, but again, I think until it's September and he's healthy and suiting up, it's hard to know. Talking NFC South with Greg Almond of Fox Sports. You can fo- uh, Fox Sports, excuse me. You can follow him on Twitter at Greg Almond. Greg, continuing to talk about New Orleans just a little bit more. Their head coach Den- Dennis Allen doesn't have a great win loss record under his belt throughout his head coaching tenure in the NFL. Is he on the biggest hot seat within this division? I would think him and Todd Bowles. I mean, honestly, all three that aren't new coaches probably have a certain amount of, of make sure you're relevant, make sure you're competitive. You know, I mean, Arthur Smith hasn't been bigger than 710. Um, they have to be better than that. You know, Dennis Allen and Todd Bowles are kind of in the same spot and that they, they both got second chances as head coaches. Um, I don't know that Bowles came close to what they had hoped that would be last year. So uh, he's got to be careful and that they disappoint again. I mean, the, the Bucks coming out of the gate have a tough schedule. They don't win in week two against the Bears. They could be 0-4 in their bye. So, I mean, they could have a rough start where they dig a big hole they have to get out of just to be in the chase at all. Um, but no, I think Dennis Allen, if if this doesn't take, if, if Carr isn't the guy, if they don't really have the production they need on offense, they swapped out defensive coordinators this past offseason. So you've already kind of made the half measures that you make when you want to make changes without moving on from your head coach. So if, you know, I mean, this seems like right now, like a division where all four teams are kind of going to be clustered in the middle there. But if anybody is an outlier, if anybody is, four and 13 instead of seven and 10, their head coach might be in trouble. 
Looking forward now to the Atlanta Falcons going across the NFC South. Look, it's it's interesting at the quarterback spot for every one of these teams. Every franchise is going to have someone start more at that position than we saw last year. Atlanta has Desmond Ritter now as their guy. Is he the biggest thing holding Atlanta back, Greg? And do you think that this is someone that could surprise everybody next year? Could. Oh, I mean, he definitely could. If he had, you know, 20, 25 touchdowns, that would be a huge, impressive uh, first year as a starter. You know, I think everybody expected them, um, for all their talk about liking Des Ritter after four games, I mean, I think people thought they'd go after Lamar or, or thought they'd be in the chase for a big veteran like New Orleans did with Derek Carr. And to their credit, they they didn't. I mean, they haven't. I mean, they've got Taylor Heineke as, as their, their backup. And even he came in kind of, you know, bowing and yielding to Desmond Ritter as the starter. So they, they've definitely put a lot with him. And his credit, he, he's going to have talent to throw to. I mean, they've put three straight top ten picks into offensive weapons, you know, in Kyle Pitts and in Drake London and now in Bijan Robbins. So he's got talented people to go to. They paid a lot to make sure they had the offensive line back to keep Chris Lindstrom and extend him and keep Caleb McGarry. Um, so there's really no excuses on the offensive side of the ball. Defensively, they got a new coordinator. They've, they've put some money into that side of the ball and guys like Jesse Bates. So, this was a team that was, was kind of constrained by the cap for a couple of years, and, and this spring had money to spend probably as much as anybody, really. So there's an influx of talent, um, and if you don't you know, find winning with that, if you're not at least in the hunt for, for a division and a playoff, you know, playoff spot in December, it could be trouble just because they have spent to make this a competitive team. Yeah, Greg, and when you talk about Atlanta and their weapons, Bijan Robinson coming in, he's a rookie of the year favorite. Do you expect him to be a guy that comes in right away and is a difference maker? And does Atlanta have the best set of skilled talent on the offensive side in the NFC South? Yeah, I think Bijan Robinson is an immediate impact, big-time Christian McCaffrey-level rookie. I think he's going to catch a ton of passes. Um I mean, they, they had a 1,000-yard rusher in Tyler Elgier last year as a rookie, and he kind of gets pushed back. So I think, you know, you have two great young running backs you can lean on, a commitment to running the ball. And I think Robinson, I mean, if you, if you told me over under 75 catches, I might take you over with him right now because I think they're going to get him involved in the pass game as well. They don't have a ton of depth at receiver. Um, after Drake London, it, it's like Mac Hollins and Scotty Miller and a lot of guys that have been threes and fours a lot of places. Um, but, no, in terms of just – elite top of each position, Bijan, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, all drafted high for sure. I don't think we've seen the production we expected from Kyle Pitts yet. He's been hurt for a decent amount of his two years, um, but the potential is there. I mean, you'd look at Tampa Bay and they'd probably have better two receivers, but certainly not the talent at tight end or at running back. Uh, New Orleans has two really good backs now, uh, has at least one really good receiver, I mean, New Orleans would probably be close. And I don't know if Carolina, it's all new, so you don't know how it's going to fit in. But to think about Miles Sanders, Adam Thielen, and DJ Shark, and I mean, tight end's probably not as strong for them. But this, this from like a, a fantasy football skill position standpoint, is, is a really good upgraded division, I think. And you touched on their defense, but how optimistic are they about that, talking about Atlanta and mainly that pass rush that was so bad last season? Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't done more to upgrade that pass rush. Uh, I think that the stat is over the last two years, they have 23 fewer sacks than any other team in the NFL. Um, one off the league low this past year. Um, so, I mean, they've added pieces to this defense. They've added some defensive tackles, um, you know, added a linebacker. I mean, they really imported some of the, the better players from the Saints defense because they added their defensive coordinator, Ron Nielsen. But in terms of just pass rushers, 
you haven't really seen it. Did I thought they'd put a high pick in the draft, and obviously they're going to get a lot out of Bijan Robinson. But I mean, there were some really good potential double-digit sack guys that were there at at outside pass rusher, and I think they're they're hoping the rest of their defense can create turnovers and create pressure, and it's not just all on their edge guys. But I was surprised. I, I thought you'd see them, you know, sign a, a ten million dollar pass rusher or put a high draft pick into one. They really haven't. Greg, before we get you out of here, I did want to talk about your article on Bryce Young. Dante Jackson right. called the vibes immaculate. You wrote all about Bryce and his strong impression wrapping up minicamp. What was your biggest takeaway about the first overall pick? Yeah, I think just, I mean, everything you want him to, I mean, right now it's kind of hard to, to lose June as a rookie quarterback, but in terms of just setting the right impression, being there, um, you know, Bryce is a humble kid. You know, he's not coming in with a lot of, this is my team. I'm taking over. It's just, Hey, Hey guys, you know, thanks a lot for embracing me for bringing me in. It's, it's hard to be the youngest guy in the room and be thought of as a leader or as someone that can command authority. So you kind of have to earn that. I mean, it's going to take wins on the field, tough comeback wins. Those are the things that earn you the authority of a locker room. But I think he appreciates um, how much they've welcomed him in, how much guys that have been in this league for a decade and won other places are treating him with respect when he's just brand new to everything around. So no, I mean, again, it's, he's saying and doing the right things, uh, but he hasn't had the first hit on him. Hasn't really been tested right now. It's all, you know, I always think about May and June as just months where it's all new and learning. And there's a lot of that obviously in Carolina, because you got new coordinators and new schemes on both sides of the ball. But I think he's done all the right things. He sounds like someone who projects as a leader as much as the 22 year old can. Go check out more of that article on Twitter. You can find his handle at Greg Allman. As Carolina wraps minicamp up, he writes about Bryce Young. He's on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Did a great job talking about the NFC South. Greg, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Greg. No problem. You guys take care. Enjoy the summer.